Jacobs versus John Ryder. Fight prediction. Dun, dun, dun. Hey guys, Fight Junkie here. As usual, before we jump into this next episode, I want to remind you guys, you can hit me up on Twitter at FightJunkie.com. Follow me on Parlor at FightJunkie. Listen to me on Anchor, Spotify, Google, Apple, Amazon. Basically, anywhere you can find a podcast, I'll be there. You can also subscribe to the YouTube channel. Oh, wait. Hold up. Scratch that. YouTube deleted my channel. Um, let me think. Okay. I got it. You can also subscribe to the Rumble channel. Rumble.com slash Fight Junkie. Want live stream? Twitch.tv slash Real Fight Junkie. Danny Jacobs. 37 wins, 3 losses. Of his 37 wins, 30 are by knockout. His 3 losses, 2 by decision, 1 by knockout. John Ryder. 30 wins, 5 losses. Of his 30 wins, 17 are by knockout. His 5 losses, 4 by decision, 1 by knockout. Currently, you have Jacobs as a minus 175 favorite. Ryder comes back plus 150. Those are straight lines. We'll go, won't go. 12 full rounds. We'll go minus 300. Won't go plus 225. Jacobs wins inside plus 375. Jacobs wins by decision plus 130. Ryder wins inside plus 550. Ryder wins by decision 2 to 1. Fight is a draw 18 to 1. For me, this is an interesting fight because the line is very close. And on the surface, when you look at the records, their overall body of work, what they've done, who they fought, the line seems too close. The only thing I can I can think of is that sometimes with Danny Jacobs, you don't know what you're going to get. Sometimes he shows up and it looks like he's a world beater and he can compete with the best. And other times when he shows up and he's just not all there. A little something missing and he doesn't put in the performance that you expected. In my opinion, that's the only reason that you could see this line is you're thinking maybe Danny Jacobs is an old Danny Jacobs and he's going to perform less than his ability. And if you do that against Ryder, maybe Ryder can steal this thing. Otherwise, if you think that Danny Jacobs is going to show up and he's going to perform, then you have to like Jacobs here because he's fought the better level of competition. And when you look at Ryder, the times he stepped up even a little bit, he loses. And you'd have to say that Danny Jacobs is a step up if Danny Jacobs is not an old, faded, shop-worn Danny Jacobs. If Danny Jacobs still has something left, still has gas in the gas tank, then you would have to favor him to beat John Ryder. Now, does he have something left in the tank? Can he do it? Well, I mean, on the surface, his performances as of late are a little bit different than what it was earlier in his career. Makes sense, right? He's getting a, a little up there in age. He's getting a little bit older. But now he likes the box. If you notice, outside of the Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. stoppage, which we can throw that out the window, right? It's Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. You have to go back to like 2016 when he beat uh, Sergio Mora inside the distance. Prior to that, I mean, he was knocking people out. And that's why when you look at his record... He has a lot of knockouts for his wins, but as of late, he's been going to decision. Again, 
minus the Chavez Jr. fight. Even in his losses, he's going to a decision. So I think in this fight, you should expect to see that Danny Jacobs. I don't expect to see the power hitting a uh, youthful version of Danny Jacobs. That's probably gone, if we're being honest, unless he's facing a far less competition. I think you should expect and bet that you're going to get Danny Jacobs, the boxer. And that's okay. In fact, in this fight, I think that benefits Danny Jacobs. I think to beat John Ryder easily, he should just box, use the jab, and stick it in the face of Ryder for a 12-round decision. Why? Because Ryder, from everything I've looked at, has trouble with movement. And it doesn't have to be Muhammad Ali movement. You just need to give him some side-to-side movement. Not stand right in front of him. And he has to reset his offense. He just does not seem comfortable. It seems to throw his timing off with any type of movement. And I think Danny Jacobs, provided he still has legs, should have far, far enough skills and movement and ability with the jab to make Ryder uncomfortable. And when that happens, Ryder doesn't let his hands go. And I think Danny Jacobs can win rounds that way just with the jab alone. Don't even worry about trying to put the heat, throwing the missile out there and trying to put Ryder away. You use the jab. You mix in a couple of right hands here and there. Do what you got to do to keep John Ryder honest so he doesn't just bull rush you. And that movement alone should make Ryder tentative enough that Jacobs is able to steal these rounds. I like Danny Jacobs in this fight. I think if you like Jacobs, depending on what line you can get, if you can go minus 130 straight and you think maybe he outclasses Ryder, maybe he can do something late, eh, I guess you can make a case for that. But in my opinion, if you like Jacobs, you're going to take him by decision. You're going to get plus money. Depending on the book that you play with, you're going to get um, Danny Jacobs by decision Anywhere between plus 110 all the way up to like plus 165. I'm going to say most books are probably going to have them at say plus 125. I think that's the better line because I don't expect Jacobs to stop him. Even if Ryder was outclassed, if Jacobs is boxing and moving, you're not going to see him become overly aggressive and throw just ridiculous amounts of combinations and power punches. He's just not going to do that. He's going to use the jab. He's going to use movement. He's going to have a tentative hopefully if you're betting Jacobs, tentative guy in front of him that he's able to tee off of, hit when he wants to, move when he wants to. And I don't really expect an exciting action-packed fight if Danny Jacobs does what I expect him to do, which is box and move. Now, if you like Ryder, how does he win? Well, I think he has to do more than what he's done in other fights where he stepped up and he hasn't performed as he should. And I think he has to let his hands go. He's not a big puncher. Jacobs is pretty solid in the department of his chinny chin chin. So I think if Ryder was going to win, he would have to outwork Jacobs. It's possible that that could happen because sometimes Jacobs doesn't show up. He just doesn't perform how he's supposed to perform. If Ryder's going to do it, he's going to have to overcome the movement or hope and pray that Jacobs no longer has, has the wheels underneath him. He can't move as much 
or as well or as consistently as he has in past fights. And Ryder's able to close the distance and get on top of him and outwork him. I think Jacobs will be able to take the shots from Ryder, even if he's not all there physically, mentally, emotionally. I think he should probably be able to absorb the shots from Ryder. I think if you like Ryder, it's probably by decision. I think that makes sense when you're looking at the will go, won't go. You see it's anywhere between 230 to 320, 330, fight goes to a decision. In my opinion, I do think you're going to get a decision either way. Even if you like the underdog, I think he wins by decision. And of course, we're on Jacobs, but I still think it's probably going to be a decision win for Jacobs. If you like Ryder, I think you take the plus money by decision. It's much larger than his straight line. Again, the straight line's pretty close. So if you like Ryder, I think you take him by decision. It's anywhere between two to one, as high as 250. And I think this is a decision fight. I don't expect an exciting fight. I just think the old dog, Danny Jacobs, is going to have enough in the tank. His wheels will have enough to roll. And I think he's going to decision John Ryder. That's it for this episode of Fight Junkie. I will sock it to you tomorrow, baby. Fight Junkie out.